0: What's up, guys? Our wrestling podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious, along with Just the Total Package, Craig the Diminished Bulldog, and Cuz. Joe is off this week, bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside Good. sources, no ties to the industry, don't me. just stories from Nate. the diehards, God. sharing opinions with you. For those of you that can't shut up, why don't you feed me today's topic?
1: Ooh. We're going to do uh, Cuz's request is... <laughs> to OPM, yeah. <laughs> I don't what know you why he did this. But, all right, cuz. Uh, we get it. All right, we'll do it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, like we'll all week, Kim he was like, Gale show. Kim, Gail Kim. I'm like, fine, I'll do it. No, nope. yeah, we'll, we'll change get it, get it to what
0: the right place right. should be. <laughs> all right, settle down. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019, or on Facebook, Meta, at Our Wrestling Podcast. Cuz, well, no, we totally Kim so we
1: lied on Cuz right now? But then Cuz retaliates, and Dave's like, "Shut up, just stop it." Okay, anyway, anyway, <laughs> yeah. and he goes
0: that's, that's enough. Uh, oh, that sex is shit. Whoa, Cuz, <laughs> out of line. Whoa, whoa, I'm just Like anything, <laughs> Cuz says, "Stop it, Cuz, out of line." Yeah, you're ridiculous, Cuz. I it, it's it's interesting because when we started this, or before we started this, there's been a lot of discussion about Gail Kim, even where she sits. We. We have our own yeah. weird little—I don't want to say weird rules, but we have rules at the OWP about what we call certain episodes. Because someone is a legend, <laughs> we, we call the legend the legend of. Right? If if they're a trendsetter, we call them a trendsetter. If it's like, whoa, what happened Another to that person? Time
2: or what happened, what happened
0: yeah. to this happens to be a what happened to Gail Kim? I personally disagree with that topic description. It but
1: didn't start out that way. It didn't start out that way. It did not. What did it start but out? You out
2: can't. I mean, I don't, I don't know trendsetter what what what, no, what has she done that's trendsetting
0: i didn't call it i a Like that, that if you think well, well, I, well first of all God, i didn't agree like, with I, that I don't either. think there's anything
1: you throw him an underhand pitch and he still strikes out let me take the wheel here yeah go so uh, like cuz could have just explained everything clearly yeah okay. no so earlier well, in the week point, i, I sent out a topic and i said legacy of gail kim and then cuz immediately like responded i mean it was like within five minutes fair enough what are you talking about He's like, well, I don't He's, like, I don't think she should be a legacy. Why is she a legacy? And I but then I had to think in my head. I had a lot of emotions going through me. And I had to think <laughs> in my head. Uh, I was like, okay, well, let me take this criticism and see. Okay, like, uh, I can't. My my first thing usually is like they have to have some kind of like world championship run. However, she does. we have three exceptions to the rules. We have the British Bulldog, who never won a world championship. We have Rick Rude, who never won a world championship. And we have Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff all three who we've done legacies on and they've never won world championships so i was like okay like that makes sense you know gail kim she was uh, a women's champion in both wwf and in tna so i was like okay well in my mind she qualifies for that but that's not my only criteria for the record because obviously we broke the rule three times like i said uh so i was like okay why would he be why would cosby be saying this like what i'm not understanding like but then I was like, OK, like uh, then I thought trendsetter and then because actually texted me <laughs> like I don't think trendsetter either. And I'm like, God damn it. Is he fucking here? Like, is he in my <laughs> house? Like, how is he figuring like out what I'm thinking? Um, like, so I was just I was like, OK, well, I guess we'll do a what happened to. But like then I was like, well, OK, well, we got to talk about this because I didn't have a problem uh, putting the legacy. But I guess uh, if there's no legacy there, I guess it makes sense not to put her as legacy. Yeah,
0: right? I. I. And throwing I, a high in my voice. <laughs> I honestly. <laughs> Why is it going And because even disagrees because even disagrees with me when I say it could be a, ahead of her time, Gail Kim, um, which I think she was. I think there was a lot of talent in Gail Kim that not many people could have a realistic match with her. She was well above and beyond any diva at the time, with the exception of a few people like Molly Holly and others in the early two thousands. I think she was ahead of her time in the in the realm of talent. But and then that would
2: just to be saying that there was no other good wrestlers other than her, and then all of a sudden after her time,
0: good wrestlers. How many the times the, on this on this podcast have we talked? Oh, about I mean, ladies you know, it's like people the, get set the tone for others. She did.
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's how. like it's like well, no. I mean, if you're going to talk about the order that we do something in, like that doesn't work for me because like people get inducted in the Hall of Fame all the time, like backwards, like you know, The Rock's not in the Hall of Fame. So I, it's that, that what is that? What does that mean? Like, you know, Hogan's in the Hall of Fame, but the Rock's not like Austin's in the Hall of Fame, but the Rock's not. So you could go back and forth like it, that's all political. But this is like, I don't know. I mean, yeah. just because I'm I wanted to do a legacy on Gil Kim doesn't mean that like Trish or uh, anybody else doesn't deserve a legacy. We just haven't gotten to it yet. I mean, yeah. so it's not that I, I, yeah, I and it's not to say Kim that she's not a good wrestler.
2: Else. I'm not saying that Gail Kim's not a good wrestler. She's a good wrestler. Well, what you kind of are. Yeah. yeah, no, <laughs> not, I didn't tell him, no. But, no. But there's a lot of good wrestlers.
3: Yeah, and honestly, I'm fine. That's, I mean, that's I, I'm that's fine. A valid point. I mean, I, yeah. I didn't I didn't like, weigh in on the text chain really, but I have no problem. Uh, it's a lit It's a litmus test, right? Legacy is like what you what we give to those who deserve it, and what's the criteria for those that deserve like, it? Like and the supreme the, Supre- Supre- oh the Supreme Court says like yeah, I don't know what p- pornography is, but I know it when I see it. So I don't know like whether you deserve a legacy, but I know it when I see it. And if <laughs> if Gail King um, gail king gail oprah's kim. friend gail king <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> if if gail kim has won oh, numerous oh, championships God. and spent a majority of her time making history in another federation besides wwe and maybe peaked at the wrong time but is a hall of famer and was s- still a bit of a trendsetter uh and was on top of her game for most of that time I have no problem with being a legacy. Like, I think that's up to kind of like what we all think. And we, but this is the first one that I remember we did have a strong debate over. Is this worthy of a legacy episode or a trendsetters episode or what happened? And that's the thing,
2: the trendsetter, I'm glad you said that because like when me and Dave were talking about it, I'm like, you could say Trish and Lita, you know, legacy, or you can say trendsetter because they were main event in raw and they were, you know, put in, you know, prime spots and now look now you you can say they set the trend cuz now look at women's wrestling now in WWE Gail Kim Irvine was born on
0: February 20th 1977 <laughs> After obtaining her no, degree from Ryerson University Kim decided to become a professional wrestler and join Ron Hutchinson's school of pro wrestling in Toronto. Ah, Ron he Hutchinson. in December of 2000. Join the mask. Ron Hutchinson School of Wrestling. Call 555 five, 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 here, Man. John Ron <laughs> Hutchinson will teach you the basics. Hip For $49.95. Turnbuckles. Uh, wearing a mask and wrestling as the queen of the cats. That's a horrible name. Yeah. You, a should a you, you should definitely put a mask on her ugly face. You should definitely put a mask on Kill Say Kit. that again. Southern Ontario Apocalypse Wrestling.
2: Federation. You put That's a mask on her beauty? What about Turnbuckle Championship so Wrestling? So stupid. TC
1: Dub. TC Dub. On a budget, DC we accept th- monthly payments. <laughs> at Ron Hutchinson <laughs> School of Professor
3: Wrestling in Toronto. A- we'll yeah. teach you to put on a mask, probably, even though you're gorgeous.
1: Stupid. <laughs> what are you worried Ron. about? Make payment plans.
0: Here, at oh, Ron right. Hutchinson here
3: about- Fortunately
1: Here's for all course.
0: of us, that did not last very long. Dietary, yeah. conditioning, cardio.
3: Ron <laughs> Hutchinson will teach you all of the basics. And Kim's like, I'm out of here. She she was
0: introduced she really to the WWF employee. <laughs> Do Nora you look at Greenwald. labels?
3: Ron Hutchinson
0: will help you look at labels. All right, that's enough. That's really enough. <laughs> uh, Gail Kim was introduced to the WWF employee Nora Greenwald, known as on-screen Molly Holly, Ron by Hutchinson. Jason Sensation in 2001. Stop. she spent eight months training at her their then developmental territory Ohio Valley Wrestling. OBW. Home of Gail Kim. There it is, home of Gail Kim. And wrestled house shows and dark matches before <laughs> he was called up to their main roster. <laughs> Jess is breaking so hard right now. He can't, he can't handle it. He can't handle it. Um we after several weeks of Gail vignettes. Kim. Oh my god, Craig. <laughs> and other as,
3: as, as soon as she got signed by Ohio Valley Wrestling. Home of Gail Kim. Like Ron Hutchinson. <laughs>
0: You know who trained here?
3: Yale Kim.
0: <laughs> all right. She won't After return my weeks. calls. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. After several weeks of vignettes call. showcasing matrix likes effects <laughs> on, and that aired on Raw, Kim debuted oh, on original. June 30th of 2003. Yale, it's Ron. Call me back.
3: As Got a fan favorite
0: with a Matrix-inspired <laughs> outfit. On that show, she was in a seven-woman battle royal on June 30th of 2003 episode of Raw with the WWE Women's Championship. <laughs> then held by an injured Jazz on the line. Kim won the match by lastly... Hey, Gail, try on again. Listen, uh, I don't know
3: if your phone's broken. It's still the number to reach you,
0: but uh, call me. We're doing a little reunion. Love to see you come out. Kim held the title for four weeks, successfully defending it once against Molly Holly before losing it to Holly on the July 28th episode of Raw.
1: Dave's Gail totally Kim. right for pushing forward. <sighs>
0: I'm on. I'm on Dave's side. Yeah, totally. Gail Kim, however, was released by WWE in November 3rd of 2004 as a result of cost cutting. That's just dumb. Kim was caught off guard by her release and was told that management wanted to take the women's division into a new direction, which is really just talk for that Vince <laughs> doesn't like you. He doesn't like your look. Sounds in like, in my it. opinion, he's just yeah. he's an idiot. Mm. I mean, Vince is not idiot all the (laughs) time, but in this situation, Vince is an absolute idiot. Like, you're an idiot. Like, I'm just going to get rid of some amazing talent here that we've never seen.
1: We're going to go a different direction. Michelle McCool.
0: Uh, I I don't get it. I get get angry at her. Um, But, you know, TNA uh, reaps the rewards of that release uh in so well, actually can we pause here wrestling.
3: though like in all seriousness yeah. like what didn't uh what didn't work with that run is it truly vince not liking her do you guys remember her That's during that first oh, wait, kind so of when i
1: when i watched it, was, it of course they put the title on anybody here um but when i watched the years here like between you know 2003 2004 5 like i mean that was trish's hot spot right trish was really yeah. on top there uh lita was still with the company and um yeah like i i Maybe it was crowded at the top. You know, Mickey James was around what in oh five oh six around that time. That's when Mickey James came into. I
2: mean, you know, it's not to say that Gail Kim's not beautiful. She is, of course, but who's probably getting more views?
1: No, no, yeah, and I'm not even suggesting that's why we're. This this is not when you really really think about about it though, though,
0: because this is not this is not a click and run situation. This is no, it's not now.
2: But but who are the guys howling (coughs) over? Come on. That's what Vince I think is if looking you really at. think about it, like, right, what was, that's
1: what Vince is. looking what, at. what was Gil Kim's character like when you really think about it? I don't remember. I mean, I know like Dave it, just read that she Gil had Gil like, a matrix. They tried point. to like, deck, you know, do like a matrix thing or whatever. But like, I'm not saying Trish didn't have a silly animated character, but Trish was very, a baby face. Like she was very specific. Then you had other like, uh, you know, like Lita, yeah, Lita who was kind yeah. of like tattooed and a little bit like extreme kind of like edgy yeah extreme yeah. there you go yeah and so you had like all that and then uh, mickey james was a total stalker like when she first came in and, the like, basket the case kind of character yeah. you know yeah so you well, had all these things and to in all fairness to vince and the wwe at the time who you know i don't think they don't really knew def- what they don't, defend Jess, don't
0: defend them just don't
1: but i mean they, they just didn't no, know what to do with gail she didn't have just, like yeah no that's top all character they pushed her as like a Matrix person, and then you know as your theme <laughs> Matrix theme, and then when she gets out and debuts, like what's she doing? Trish actually did the Matrix duck. Trinity. Remember when she would duck back and like do the yeah. thing? Like yeah, so, like yeah. there was there was nothing for Gail like, to do. Like but she Lita was like and a Trish, Matrix too, theme. you got to
2: think about it. Tr- Lita and Trish were hot in the Attitude era,
3: right? And yeah. that's and what everyone's over. still
2: clinging on to at that point too. And Molly Holly's from WCW, and then came into WWF with you know the hollies she made her own like victoria who had a victoria, victoria had a
1: really fun character with uh she did too. richards i love her song and uh you had uh jacqueline and jazz and like all that stuff and know, they exactly. were very different because <laughs> so you like jacqueline? Jacqueline?
0: just oh yeah yeah no <laughs> don't go there let's not get on that really. oh, yeah. Why? uh Better we jacqueline steers i don't want do to do a lot of edits later that's why right she, <laughs> she steers <laughs> so um yeah so like i said i can watch tna definitely reap the rewards of this release Kim made a sporadic appearance on the independent circuit, including Michigan's All-World Wrestling League and in Japan. She also oh, competed in Korea and Mexico before being signed by Total Nonstop Action. Owned by Wrestling you guessed K&A. it, Ron Hutchinson. That's right. By Ron. No, uh, Ron 6, Hutchinson Promotions presents
3: Ron <laughs> Hutchinson Fight Fest, starring Gail
0: Kim. We're gonna have a kind of a whole nother episode on Gail Ron Fight Fest. Uh she, me and Gail, not Ron Hutchinson, made her debut, TNA debut <laughs> on October 8th of 2005. Of TNA. Well, what if Ron Ron I feel so... I just herself. want to apologize just in case Ron
3: Hutchinson is like the yeah. third biggest trainer of professional wrestlers in the yeah, country and has I'm a sure stable... I apologize, he's Ron. Great. I'm sure you're great. I'm sorry. Hey, I, he's I,
0: getting more airtime than he's ever gotten in a long time. It's good.
3: Five, 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 uh, 5 5
0: Hutch. Gail aligned herself with Jeff Jarrett and America's Most Wanted. Kim then made her in-ring debut on July 16th of 2006 at TNA's Victory Road pay-per-view in a six-man mixed tag team match with AMW against AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, and uh, is that Sirelda? Am I saying that right? I
1: think so. I don't remember Serelda.
0: Yeah, Kim outlasted nine other competitors in a ten-woman gauntlet match to become the inaugural, inaugural, excuse me, TNA Women's Knockout Champion on October fourteenth, two thousand seven, at Bound for Glory. Think about it, teams, How important it is to become the very first ever TNA Women's Champion. And look at Gail Kim, Kim showing Earthbreaker
1: up. Your 10, back down. 10, Two, three, got, got it! Ladies and gentlemen, your winner and the first ever TNA Knockout Champion, Kim! Kim. History made in Atlanta at Bound for Roy as Gail Kim becomes
4: the first TNA Knockout
0: Champion. I mean, think about this! Kim then begin a feud with Awesome Kong over the championship. Their first encounter incurred in December 2nd at Churning Point, which resulted in Kim retaining the title due to a disqualification by Kong. These are pretty decent matches, right? I mean, Awesome Kong was pretty Greatest fun. Greatest feud the in TNA, one here, it, too. Right?
1: The, the one you're about ready to read, it, it reminded me, right? me of Alundra Blaze versus uh, Bull Nakano from mm-hmm. SummerSlam 94. That kind of stopped the... And of course, Vincent capitalized on it. Wow, Um So like... It was arguably, besides the Owen and Brett Steel Cage match in, in SummerSlam 94, it was the match of the show, uh, Alundra Blaze mm. and Bull McConaughey. And this this feud and this particular match that Dave's going to read on January 6th of 08 uh, was the match that everybody talked about with Kim against Kong. It was amazing. Uh, yeah. They were I mean, big revels. It, it, you know? yeah. it was Vader and Sting, basically, if you had the Final to, like, resolution, it. It awesome. Kim
0: defeated Kong in an acclaimed second encounter to retain the championship under no disqualification rules. And their third and final encounter at the main event of January 10th episode of TNA Impact, <gasps> Kong defeated Kim to win the TNA Women's Knockout Championship. However, also suffering a concussion at the hands of Kong after being power bombed in the ring three times. Legit, Oof, or kayfabe, I, spe- I,
1: I remember actually that match and I remember those power bombs being absolutely brutal. Like, so it does not surprise me that she legitimately got a concussion from those three. It wasn't that Kong was being unsafe at all. It was just, again, just happens. Uh, you little you little. could equate that to Vader and Cactus, like the way it's yeah. like it was a hybrid. Yeah. Their feud was like a Vader and Sting, Vader Cactus kind of like vibe to me. Like, Gail Kim allowed yeah, they, herself to be she,
0: Gail Kim's kind of get thrown around by Awesome Kong. Yeah, yeah,
1: Gail Kim's tiny and Awesome Kong was as big as what? And I'm not being rude to Awesome Kong. I love Awesome Kong. She's great. Um, check she out her work big. on the Glow series on Netflix. She's awesome. Um she she, but she was big. She was. Like, That's she was right. She's she was she's in Glow yeah, and she, she does yes, a great but, job. But, and she's fantastic and uh i i wish that she would have worked out better in wwe but you know just wasn't meant to be but um uh no, yeah. this this feud with gail kim is one of the main reasons why i wanted to highlight her because it wasn't with the wwe uh tna was the upstart company after wcw got bought out indies were dead they were trying to rebuild the indie promotion here comes tna you can say what sure. you want about the early years but
2: she's gonna host a bob child she's got him
1: out look at this...
0: there's wow. a lot of good stuff they did there's amazing stuff that you there's got a lot of shitty
1: stuff know. they did but i mean every company goes through that
0: yeah absolutely uh kim's final match with tna aired on the august 21st 2008 episode of tna impact and a losing effort to Kong under street fight rules kim then left tna in mid-august of 2008 after her contract had expired because she was returning to the WWE. um, Probably a mistake, but we'll get into it. Um, uh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Um, they just did not take care of her. She made her first WrestleMania appearance in the 25 Diva Miss WrestleMania battle royal on April 5th, 2009. So
3: she uh, was only in one WrestleMania her entire career. She was two. Uh, two. I didn't include the second
1: one, but because uh, j- it was just silly. Got yeah.
0: it. Was that WrestleMania 25? WWE made a joke of this and had sent uh Santina Morella win the match with him dressed in a wig and women's attire. Yeah, so they had this a, a uh, uh
1: Miss Divas Battle Royal at WrestleMania twenty-five. St- it was St- Gail Kim's I first ever, ever WrestleMania, and they fucking let Santina win it dressed with a wig on and you know, like it's so stupid. That's
3: so it's so- oh, that's hilarious, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, funny. That's that so Ron Hutchinson. <laughs> and you yeah, that's her
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's never going away. <laughs> Yeah. That's one of her first mania, like her first pay per views back. It's a WrestleMania, and it's a joke. And Sucks. she probably realized right then, why the fuck did I come back? Yeah,
0: yeah what, I what am I doing after having a great yeah, rival? A WWE with no respect, respect. Awesome Kong.
2: Yeah, WWE money. That's what yep. Yeah, yes.
0: that's true too. And They probably threw a lot of money at it. So, uh, in early 2010, a tournament was held for the newly vacated Divas Championship, and Kim defeated Jillian Hall and Alicia Fox en route to the finals. The finals were held on February 22nd episode of Raw. Which Maurice won to become the new champion. We're going to do a lot of screen wrestling, but then we're going to let Maurice win the title. That's mm. fantastic. I um, do like Maurice's character a lot. I did too. The, the hits keep on coming. In early 2011, Kim participated in fewer matches on television as she became an on screen girlfriend of Daniel Bryan. Wow. Um, that is something I did not show. I you. don't remember this. I, I yeah, forgot all about that. Yeah. Um, she also began accompanying yeah, him to the, the, the ring head. during his matches. At that time, Brian was managed by the Bella twins, Nikki and Bree. And after they discovered Brian kissing Kim backstage, they started a feud with her. On the, on the August 1st episode of Raw, Kim participated in a battle royal to determine the number one contender for the Divas Championship. Uh, however, shortly after the match began, she eliminated herself. This is some really controversial stuff. Kim later explained that WWE had instructed her to get eliminated from the match within the first minute. So she just said, screw it. I'm going to eliminate myself. I kind of dig uh, it. Was dig it was a big
1: deal. People forget about the way Gil Kim walked out. People talk about now the way some people are walking out and stuff. But like Gil Kim back here said, well, All she right, was told. Center. There you go. Yeah. Get yourself. There you go. Cause <laughs> there it wrong. is. <laughs> That's um, a good point. <laughs> she was told by an agent, you're going to be eliminated in the first minute. And she's like, well, I'm just going to. She And she literally jumped over the top rope and eliminated herself and just walked out this and shit. quit and quit the Don't blame her on that one. But yeah. She yeah. just is like, I'm done with this shit.
0: And this and this is what's crazy on the August fifth uh, on August fifth of twenty eleven. That's courage. Kim had announced on her Twitter account that she had just quit WWE following that incident. But uh, she also indicated that WWE would not grant her release because they're assholes. But would instead force her to stay with the promotion for the remainder of her contract. Good. And she just fucking get paid every
3: fucking do nothing. Right.
0: Yeah. Yep. She got paid. She got, that she day got day paid to money. do absolutely nothing. But, you know, I mean, I'm sure, you know, she's a competitor. She wants to get that 90 day started as soon as possible. But they're like, yeah, no, we're not going to do that.
4: I felt like I was held back. I felt like when we had matches, it would be six girl tags, eight girl tags, um, just random matches that meant nothing. I remember looking back at the crowd sometimes and they were just, they're not invested at all. I think that they just thought okay women's match bathroom break or whatever it was and you know I tried to do my best when I had the singles matches but there were far and few between and so you know I think when you're in that kind of situation and you really have no choice you just kind of try to make the best of it and that's what I did I just and then eventually I just became so unhappy and I just couldn't stay yeah
0: um so uh, Kim's www.com profile was removed on September 30th, indicated at that time that she had officially left the company and that her contract had expired. Um, return to TNA, probably the best place for her. Oh, real quick, actually, so
1: because yeah. as I was writing the notes and I was doing the legacy, this meat uh-huh. that Dave, this meat of the sandwich that Dave just read <laughs> is, what fuel, is what fueled my fire. So I'm glad right now you're going publicly, to publicly admit that you're wrong on this episode. Please do yeah. so. And then uh, please, what? The, what your face did. is weird. No, did he you just eat said, something he, sour he nodded.
3: Out? He nodded and said, "I'm sorry."
1: Right. Yeah, he nodded. No, I didn't. Yeah, if you turn <laughs> the screen sideways, he nodded. No, up, I thought no. you did. Yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> so uh, that's why, because I was like, you know what? Like maybe Trendsetter was decent too, but you know, you don't yeah. hear a lot about women standing up, and and I'm not trying to make this, you know, a sex don't thing. Turn me but you don't uh i'm going to do it fuck it i'm kidding um, <laughs> uh, like you you don't hear a lot about you know we we talked about in rude's legacy of rude you know just being like i'm i don't i hate this shit i don't like the mama jokes and the whole feud that he was going through with the boss man so i'm fucking out of here like yeah. and there was a lot of and we respected him for that and there's a lot of times where we've respected other people and other legacies where they're like fuck this i don't want to i don't want to do this anymore like they're but yeah. gail kim was the first woman to there was tons of exposure on the WWE diva. I mean, they had the diva search. They had all this stuff. Like, so there was every reason in the world to stay with the world, uh, wrestling entertainment at the time. But Gail was one of the first ones to be like, well, I don't fucking believe in this. I don't think that you're focusing on the right things with us. I, I think she knew like, you have to be sexy and you do have to do that stuff. And, and I think she knew that, but I think she also knew like, look at what I did with awesome Kong. And then I come back over here and you're still doing this shit. Like, yeah. Santino's dressing up as a woman in a, yep. in a, in a women's battle yeah, royal that's... and winning and stealing the thunder at Wrestlemania and then how many times did she get put in the finals that Dave just read and she lost and then she just got to the point where she's like if you don't want me here I'm gonna go like I just don't want to be here
4: I in mean, WWE I was a completely different person uh, I walked on eggshells which no one should ever feel that way and maybe that's partially my fault but I never felt at all like I needed to be someone else in Impact. I always felt like I could be me. Uh, That's why I'm probably a little bit more vocal um, because they make me feel comfortable. They're like, okay, you can be Gail and we like Gail. (laughs) Um, And I never felt like Gail was good enough in WWE because I just couldn't be myself. Um, I was always thinking, who do I need to be? Who do I need to be? And honestly, I just needed to be myself. But you know, the way that I look at things, with that company now, when fans ask me, I just say, "You know what? My personality did not fit there."
1: Now, a lot of other people will just be like, like Alicia Fox; she'll stay there. Yeah, she'll get a paycheck. She's fine with it. That's fine. Yeah, it, it, you know, Dolph Ziggler is happy, obviously, where he is. Uh, Sammy Zayn recently posted that you know what? Contrary yeah. to popular, belief, Robert just Robert obviously very leaving, happy right now. I love it. I have a stable career. I have a stable paycheck. Why would I fucking leave? So there's yes. there's two sides two sides to every story yep but that Uh, this is why i was feeling this energy from gail kim here and what she did and and being like wow like you know after all that she goes to a secondary promotion that doesn't even have half the eyes wow uh she's (laughs) (laughs) she goes to tna which only had what tna had like 25 percent of the eyes on it that w half the eyes wow maybe less than that uh and then she comes back and she's like okay maybe they're gonna take me seriously and then yeah. Um like they shit on her all over again, even harder. Like yeah, it's, it's
2: like Well, that's, yeah, so that's
0: like, my th- it's it's like putting Dusty in polka dots. I mean that's my thing like, with the legacy. How much um, can you take? You know that's my thing yeah. with the,
2: the legacy stuff. Like like you know, I'm glad you brought up Dolph Ziggler. Decorated guy, right? He's a great wrestler, has great matches, uh, won so many championships, even the world heavyweight He fits my criteria, he
1: won the world heavyweight championship. But, but, we, but, legacy, but
2: are you gonna are we gonna do a legacy of Dolph Ziggler? Uh, he would no.
3: deserve it. I don't he know. He would deserve it. By that criteria. Yes. But I, Kim, I, see. That's the Kim, thing. I, I don't know. Though. We're that's not going to go back back to the beginning. But like, that, that, I mean, maybe, no create, maybe I'll Kim create maybe I'll create a
1: too. new topic that's like they deserve more. I
3: and Jess has the tightest. Actually, the fact that Jess did Gail Kim, the the reason like we're all kind of discussing it is Jess actually has the tightest uh, restrictions and criteria of what deserves a legacy. I think the the out of all of us, and I think it shocked us a little bit. This is
2: one of my favorites, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, yeah, mine's that's what I was. In other
3: words, like mine's looser. Mine is mine is like legacies, like regardless, like it's 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 it's. A lo- it's almost like length. Like if you like Iron Mike Sharp, <laughs> you could do a legacy on Iron Mike Sharp. And, I'm kidding, but like, and I would
2: say if if Impact was on the level of W, I mean, can can you say it was really like on the level of WCW? If it was oh, on not the level even, of WCW, no, uh, not even close. But, but it was still close. around. If it and was, was still, it but if, it was, oh, if yeah, it was, right. if it was, if it was, then I would probably say all this yeah. deserves a legacy for, Young but, but if I don't World know.
1: Cause what, I mean, why don't you give people credit for like starting something from the ground up? I think that's yeah. way harder.
2: No, no. Yeah. And
1: you but, know what I mean?
0: But have we done we're, a legacy on anyone that
2: made their name and impact?
0: we close. No, we have not. Let's wrap no. it up at the end with this guys. Cause this is good stuff.
3: But honestly, it was the only other game in town at that time.
0: Right.
1: I like So it's I'm like, there is something to that like, like said, would you do a legacy I, I, I of shark if Boy, I would do legacy or?
3: for
2: Dolph.
1: like i don't know Oh, well, i super I I, I I dave's right we should keep this for the end go ahead Dave. It, oh, yeah, it's yeah, good right. stuff yeah, just, it's not you're not saying bad things i agree uh, with a lot yeah. of what you're saying Why say we well,
3: yeah let's save a, a good combo for the later when we forget it yeah. dave go ahead yeah, sorry yeah, yeah piece of we shit
4: <laughs>
0: yeah ron hutchinson you yeah. know
3: <laughs> yeah, you were talking about Ron Hutchinson for
0: 20 minutes, and now you want to have a fine. real conversation.
3: That's <laughs> <laughs> great. great. Uh, you know hey. what? That, oh. yeah, I deserve that. Shots fired, and rightly so. It's great. I deserve you know, that. It's uh, totally. fine. Well it's fine.
0: Fine. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Dave. Uh, okay. God. Very Maggie. good. Kim returned to total it. nonstop action wrestling on October 20th, 2011 it, episode of Impact Wrestling. My mouth is open. You got, got me. My mouth <laughs> Velvet, Velvet Sky, and aligning herself with Madison Rain and Karen Jarrett, thus establishing herself as a villainess. On November 3rd episode, 2011, Kim and Ray defeated TNT, uh, TNT, Tara and Brooke Teschmacher to win the TNA Knockout Tag Team Championships on November 13th of 2011 at Turning Point. Kim defeated Sky to win the TNA Knockout Championship for the second time, making her a double champion and only the second woman in TNA history after her partner, Madison Reign, to hold both the knockouts and the knockout tag team time uh, tag team titles, excuse me, simultaneously.
1: Velvet takes out Madison, but there's a defeat. The cover. When Stippler turns around, he counts one, two, and oh, that new knockout champ. Your winner
2: and new knockout
0: champion, Gail Kim. Gail. Gail Kim, she did it. Uh, there's no more knockout goals for Gail Kim. One hand for the knockout 10 team champ. And now, round wow, new knockout champ. Kel- it, it looks like somebody likes team like championships.
1: Somewhere. TNA way back yeah. here, right? WWE just got the women's tag titles going, what, two years ago? Three years ago? Yeah. yeah. So,
0: amazing. Yeah. Interesting how that works. TNA was doing it back here. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Slow, slowly, slowly tilting the trend trendsetter. But, uh. On
0: June 10th, 2012. <laughs> so, next time, read the notes before you make a decision. I was just saying. Uh, at well, have, uh, Kim uh, lost the title to uh, <laughs> Miss Test Musher, ending her reign. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie Daisy on that one. Whoopsy on November fifth, two thousand seventeen, at Bound for Glory, Kim competed in her competing her final match, where she won the Impact Knockout Championship for a record-breaking seventh time.
3: Record-breaking, cuz knockout. record breaker
0: uh, The next maybe, night, she formally announced like her whoops- retirement daisy. from professional wrestling and vacated the title in the process. After wrestling. Uh, Kim wrestled what was announced to be the final match of her career on February third, two (coughs) thousand eighteen, on Southside Wrestling in in Steven's United Kingdom, where she defeated Casey Owens at the main event of that show. After her retirement, she accepted a role as producer and agent with Impact Wrestling, where her role would be to work with the women that are currently signed to the company there. And can we can I pause you right there and do
3: has. has anyone watched Impact recently? And how does she do in that role? And how the the, the, the knockouts division under I that two look her.
0: at Deanna Parazio? I mean, well, I on, haven't man.
3: watched. I haven't watched Impact
1: since they went to. Uh, the I think generally. she
2: just announced that she's coming out of retirement now. Yo Kim,
1: oh is she. Recently I mean, she on probably a kept herself really good shape. Yeah, for a couple of matches. Yeah. I,
0: I'd I'd say for the right matches it would make sense if she's going to wrestle someone like Parazio. And, and I mean, I don't per think she has any that, injuries that, that
1: are
2: keeping her from going full time, right? Like, I don't think so. Hey, no, if, uh, Mickey James so. is going to be in the so Royal Rumble. Why not
1: so. Gail Kim? Huh? Hey, hey,
0: that, <laughs> that,
2: that would be a, that would be awesome. That would be actually, incredible, considering everything that we read about. her. Because it's
1: all, why don't we do Legacy after he sees her in the Rumble? <laughs> <World?
2: Yeah. laughs> should, you should watch her win the Rumble and go and fight uh, Charlotte, yeah. and she or she eliminates herself in the first minute? Yeah, she wins really? the WWE Championship for Charlotte Yeah, go back to Impact with it. House so, does an when,
1: independent video going like, I just want to say, I'm a fucking appalled yeah. these guys didn't do a goddamn I, I legacy. Yeah, there. I
0: apologize. I told And In late November, Kim was inserted in the feud between uh, Taya Valkyrie and Tessa Blanchard. In December, in order to prevent any shenanigans from their upcoming match, Kim was announced as the special guest referee for the next encounter between the two knockouts that was set for January 6, 2019 at Impact Wrestling Homecoming. At the event, after she attacked Kim multiple times, Blanchard lost the Impact Wrestling Knockouts Championship to Valkyrie <laughs> after Kim used her finishing move, Eat Defeat, on Tessa Blanchard. That's pretty cool. Throughout the, ne- the next few months, the feud between Kim and Blanchard progressed even further as both attacked each other inside and outside of the ring, including the restaurant of Kim's husband. Yeah, I saw he was. <laughs> uh, meant to do- yeah, I meant to do that. I've been to his restaurant. Her husband, it's good. Her husband is a famous chef. And if
1: I
3: forget yeah, his name,
2: yep. what is it? Robert Irvine, Robert Irvine. He, his fucking yeah, his restaurant's yeah. good in Vegas. It's good. He wears yeah, polos he's like, like two sizes chef, too like. short.
3: He has huge muscles, but he, has, he yeah, does yeah. restaurant legacy, impossible. Legacy Robert, Robert Irvine yeah, uh, next exactly. week. Yeah, he deserves
2: <laughs> one. You
0: know, <laughs> we're gonna do a legacy. Yeah, legacy of Robert Irvine. <laughs> he's a trendsetter. Trendsetter. There you go. Yeah, right. Uh, so this led to an announcement of the match between the two at Impact Wrestling Rebellion on April 28, two thousand nineteen, where Blanchard defeated Kim. In what was officially Kim's last match at that time, but they always keep coming back. Um, but again, I think that's the best I want to stop there because Kim put it over Blanchard is the right thing to do there. We, yes. we know Gail's long history. Yeah. Um, and we know Blanchard's the up and coming. You, you definitely want to help these young stars out. And I think Kim understands that more than most people. That's pretty cool. And they had a oh great feud. Oh, oh, shit. Mm, mm, man, man Huh? What? Weird. Uh, let's see. After the match, the two women embraced. I don't like all the embraces that they do lately. Um, I don't. I hug. see.
1: I don't like that about women's wrestling. I really. Yeah, they hug all the time. It. Stop hugging. They hug stop. and they cry after every fucking match. It's like stop, yeah.
0: stop. It. And uh, Kim confirmed that she was still going to work as a producer of the company there. And now it is time to discuss why this is not a legacy episode. Actually, well, before that already... convo, do you have a yeah, list yeah. of
3: uh, accomplishments before this conversation starts? Uh,
0: this
2: isn't a legacy, so no.
3: No, this no,
0: isn't it's a legacy, because
1: really Cuz made me, she shamed me in 2 no. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we, we kind, we kind of already talked, we already talked about it well. at the beginning, too, which is fine, which is totally fine. Um, if you want, I can, but I and as, you know, I like the fact, the fact that as the episode went on, like, we all changed our opinion, I think, and we saw Cuz's point a lot more, and then Cuz saw our point a lot more. I saw, I'd see
2: his
3: Cuz's the, the only thing he almost <laughs> got me
2: on was the, the tag team, the women's tag team. But, but then again, you know, are they the first women's tag team champion ever in pro wrestling?
3: Any,
1: uh no, jumping so, bomb. Well, not jumping bomb angels, but they had WWF tag champions back in the
3: eighties. I anyone with any women's longevity
1: and uh, the glamour girls and I'm, jumping bombs and but
3: 80s? but, that,
2: but no, no, that's that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like hey, that was it, an awesome.
3: Oh, remember that feud? Um, yeah. Anyone with any longevity and championships and impact in the business. Our audience is not mainstream folks, right? Our audience are Marks and a subset of people that love the (laughs) sport of pro wrestling. And Well, we're Marks because we love it. Right. And That's what I meant by that. I'm okay okay with legacies of anyone.
1: We're going to go. We're recording this right now the day before the Royal Rumble 2022. And we're going to go to Cuz's house tomorrow. Well, not all of us, but me. Um, We're going to go over there and we're going to cheer. We're going to cheer and pretend like it's real because we love it, especially with the Royal Rumble. And like, we all know what it is. We all know the business. We all, you know, unfortunately, we all go online and and read it and spoil shit for ourselves, um, which we should not do. But we do it. And uh, because we like the business as well. We like the way the business works. We like the way what makes it tick. And that's interesting. I think as adults, that's what keeps us interested is the business aspect of it. It's interesting to us. But also, I love just forgetting that it's predetermined. And I love just pretending that it's real. Us cheering every number, uh, you know, or WrestleMania. We just cheer who goes over because we're happy or we're excited, you know, that somebody that we like goes over. Um, I I think that's, you know... I think that all plays into everything. And I think if you look at Gail Kim here, like again, winning the, the tag champion, the women's tag team champions back way before WWE did that. Um, TNA, the company itself was focusing on women's wrestling because they were like, there's, there's something here. There's something here from, you know, going off the back of awesome Kong and Gail Kim. I think that Gail Kim to me, I I wouldn't have been bothered by a legacy at all. However, no. I'm glad we're having this discussion. I'm glad Cuz fucking finally spoke up, like on the text, because I was like, oh, you know, that's a good point. Like when he, when he said that, I was like mad for a second. I'm like, who the fucker? Are... Oh wait a minute. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay. Like and I was like, no, I get it. I I like this conversation. So I even put in the notes at the end. Dave read that. We got to discuss why, what the difference is from a legacy and anything else. Because why even I would, he would think,
2: like I brought up Dolph Ziggler, and you know, maybe you're right. Maybe maybe he does deserve a legacy because we gave Rick Rude one. But I also think of it from like the perspective of like, because like we said, we're our, our fan base is hardcore wrestling fans, marks, whatever. We love wrestling. But I think about it as like me and Dave were talking before we came on the air. I brought up the names of like Charlotte and blah, blah, blah. You know, Charlotte, Becky, Sasha, Bailey. I'm like, even the people that were like, maybe they were into wrestling in the Attitude Era, but they're not really. But they still kind of watch every once in a while. If I asked them, oh, Charlotte, you know, Becky, they'll know. who. If I say Gail Kim, they might not. And I think about like the impact also that the they have. Maybe they barely reached out to like pop culture kind of, but not really. But I don't think Gail Kim has even done that to where you can ask the guy that was in the Attitude Era back in the day watching Attitude Era, who maybe kind of casually watches it now. They probably will tell you they know who Charlotte is before they know who Gail Kim is. They probably tell you who they know who Becky is before they know who
1: Gail Kim is. So I also Treasure think from Lita. that
2: standpoint, <clears throat> Trisha Lita. What? But but, but, but like,
1: are, are do they you know. know them over Gail Kim because they were behind the WWE machine? Is that the mm-hmm. only reason why they know them? But then, but even then, so like that's why
2: I also go to that point. Impact if, if it was on the level of WCW, you know, as far as importance and impact on just not just wrestling but pop culture too. WCW. That's scene. what I mean. Where
1: so at that point, to argue it Gail Kim has more impact than you think. And, but that's <laughs> not fair Pardon because Gail Kim can't help when she came up. She just made the no, impact I know. where she could. Pun intended, no, that, I know, but intended, that's
2: why yeah. that's why I have trouble too with like Dolph Ziggler. Like, the same thing, that's why I'm trying to like make that point too. It's like, look at Dolph Ziggler is a great wrestler, Gail Kim's a great wrestler, Dolph Ziggler is decorated. I don't know if I
1: would give him a legacy.
2: so, that's it's not just like I'm picking on I'm Gale Kim. I'm glad you made
1: this point. I'm not uh, like saying so, that you're wrong yeah. or anything like that. Did I give think Rick, I'm so glad you made this did point you give, give Rick a
0: Rude a legacy, just curious. Yeah. Not but Rick if I asked sorry, the casual, no. they probably know who he is, Robert Rude. Oh, Robert, Robert. What about Robert? Does he get a legacy? I, I, no.
2: no, I hate to say it because no. it's so good. But the same thing. He doesn't get one. Not Not sure. yeah. But look at sure. the same thing though. He's decorated an Impact. Maybe yeah, if we do it so. five years from now, depends on where Impact is at and how. I don't know. Like I don't know. I guess we'd have yeah. to start doing more Impact
3: shows. Then too, you've got
2: to. We'd have to start doing more Impact oh, reviews.
3: You start Maybe. with the Maybe definition a of point. a legacy, right? A legacy the is what if uh, it's something that you've left behind for other generations.
2: Right now, not just for Gail Kim, but for both competitors. Oh, oh boy, Kong's got Gail. Oh look, look, she's defeat! Awesome Kong still on her feet. Rolled through here by Gail Kim, and Gail Kim retains the Knockouts
4: Championship. Your winner and still Knockouts champion, Gail.
2: Starts the celebration. Gale Kim pulls off the improbable.
3: Honestly, a really good episode would be just to be keep naming wrestlers whether they deserve a legacy or not. Like an entire episode and fight right over it. We pick like 10 wrestlers. Do they deserve a legacy? Yes, no, fight hey, over hey, it. Eugene doesn't deserve a legacy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How dare the you?
1: The Killer Bees were established before they were even a team in WWF <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say?
2: That would, that would be a lot of fun. They would be a what happened to Killer Bees. Yeah, not not disparaging anything. Okay. That's true. Sure, that's okay. a good point. But no, actually, down, before, before you cut it off, right now. We, you, Jess, you did. You kind of brought it up lightly, I think in the beginning or whenever we started talking about it in the episode about whether it was a legacy or not, but uh, about maybe creating another car- uh, category. Um, like we have what happened to trendsetters legacy end
1: of their time. I
2: guess that there would have to be another type of category maybe for that. They're kind of like in between that legacy and uh, and trendsetter. Yeah,
0: they deserve just, more. Does
2: Bob Backlund deserve
3: around. deserve a legacy? <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, yes. We'll answer that question. Uh, uh, I took that
1: serious. I'm sorry, I'm an idiot.
3: Actually, um, no. Um, it, was, like, it was actually a, seri- f- yes. it was a serious question. Like, but you, yeah, you jumped uh, at a, a quick yes on it. I didn't think you would. Different time, but yes. I guess we can just do the career of, and then
0: that would be. I mean, I mean, you can say he's deserving, but no. Then one's what
1: would we fight it. about? We have to fight. <laughs> yeah, we have to fight. So good. Ep- fight. I love this episode. Actually, to be honest.
2: You yeah, you it's go. probably going to be one of the better episodes. To watch. All right. Well, I guess she there's, there's a legacy. Hopefully. Will listen. This episode. Yeah, is when normal, she's our honestly. number one episode. Yeah, that, it's going to be, like, be the
1: legacy of the
0: episode of kids, <laughs> what <happens here?" laughs> uh, For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, I Hear It Radio. Show, right? it. Or watch our videos on YouTube at our wrestling channel. Can you do us a solid <laughs> on social media and give us a follow on Instagram yeah, or Twitter subscribe. at ODB2019. How many people over the stuff, man? No one can hear where they're supposed to go. Or you can catch us on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. Cause knock it off, for Kale, the rest of us. This is you, you guys watching or not. Watching or not. Hit me Squad. back. You better fucking subscribe. <laughs> <Have> <laughs> this a good